In this video, we're gonna be talking about how you can make sure that your 2024 is a year of advancement and a year of increase. You know, many of us, we just finished up our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And you know, usually after the you take time to pray and fast, you're all fired up, you've heard from the Lord, you're ready to run with the fire and take on the year. Um, and I wanna just encourage you in this podcast with some things that are gonna help you to carry that all throughout your year so that in the middle of February, or March that you're not veering off of what the Lord did in your life during this month of prayer and fasting. And so if you're tuning in and you're like, what prayer and fasting. I encourage you to go back and watch our previous videos. We've been talking about prayer and fasting. Uh, my husband and I, we just finished up our 21 days. Um, and if you're just watching, you can start today. You can even just do three days, seven days, or you can do the full 21. And so we want to encourage you to jump in on this. This is how you're going to set yourself up for a different year. And so what I'm going to share with you today on my podcast, I believe is going to guarantee that you have a year where you have notable advancement in your life. How many of you know that that is the will of God? The will of God is not for you to stay stagnant, for you to stay at the same level. No, but the, the first command that God gave us in the Bible was to be fruitful and to multiply. God wants you to increase and multiply this year more than ever before. And so I want to start by reading you a scripture that the Lord actually gave me towards the beginning of the fast in 1 Timothy 4.15. And this is like probably my scripture for the year um, that I feel like the Lord really highlighted to me. And, you know, maybe you're watching this and you felt like the Lord has given you a vision or given you an instruction or showed you what he wants you to do this year. Well, this scripture is going to help you carry that out. First Timothy 4.15, it says, practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them so that your progress may be evident to everyone. Or another version says, so that your advancement will be obvious to everyone around you. Your advancement will be obvious. And how do we do that? He says, throw yourself wholly into these things. Whatever God has given you to do this year, maybe he's given you a specific, um, you know, idea. Maybe he wants you to start a Bible study at your workplace. Maybe he's calling you to start a business. Maybe he's calling you to step out into ministry. Uh, you know, whatever God has put it on your heart to do this year, I want to encourage you throw yourself wholly into that one thing that God has called you to accomplish. Throw yourself wholly. Another version says, be absorbed, be absorbed, be totally caught up in the thing that God has called you to do. Because many people, you may receive uh, you know, a word from God, you may receive direction from God, but as soon as the year comes, you know, it gets busy and people get distracted, right? And they allow all kinds of things to pull them away from the main thing really that God has spoken to them to do. So I wanna encourage you, all of this year, keep checking in with yourself continuously, no matter how you feel. And we talked about this, not being dominated by your feelings, even when you get tired, even when things get difficult, even when there may be chaos going on in the world, continue to throw yourself wholly into the thing that God has given you to do. Work hard with your hands on the thing that God has given you to do. And the Bible says that God will bless the work of your hands. He doesn't bless laziness, right? He blesses the work of your hands as you throw yourself wholly into the thing God has given you to do. And I want to read you another scripture. 
Proverbs 29:18. It says where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. Where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. What does that mean? If you do not have a vision for what God uh, wants to do in your life, you will cast off restraint. What does that mean? It means that you break ranks. It means that you're easily pulled away. It means uh, that you'll just run off and do whatever looks good in the moment. You'll be easily distracted and pulled away from what God's trying to do in your life. I think the message translation says people, something like this, like people with no prophetic vision end up running wild. And, you know, I, I feel like I've seen this too in so many people's lives, even people who have radical testimonies, people who have been radically, you know, born again, maybe even delivered from addiction, delivered from all kinds of sinful habits. And, you know, two years later, you can see them slipping back into that old lifestyle. And I believe that this is one of the reasons why that happens, because the Bible says if there's no vision, people will cast off restraint. They will wander aside from the things of God. You have to allow God to give you a vision, to give you a word of where are you headed? What has God assigned you to do this year? What has God spoken to you that needs to be your focus for this year? Because if you don't have a vision for your year, you're going to find yourself a year from now in the exact same place that you are right now. There is no advancement and there is no progress without a vision, without a word from God, without knowing, God, what have you called me to do? And maybe, you know, maybe it's the same thing that he spoke to you last year. Maybe God has just called you into the business realm and you know that this is going to be a year of increase. You hold fast to that vision, the vision of where God is taking you, that God is taking you higher, that he's taking you into increase, that he's taking you into a place of influence. You have to have a vision of where God is taking you. And let me tell you this, it's not a small place. The Bible says in Isaiah 58, which is the chapter on fasting and prayer, which I encourage you to study last week, um, Isaiah 58, one of the verses towards the end of that chapter, it says, I will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. God has a high high place for you. No matter who you are, there are no small assignments in the kingdom of God. God is a high place for you, but you have to want it and you have to make a decision to throw yourself wholly into that thing and be obedient to what God has told you to do and to not get distracted, but to stay single-minded. The Bible says in the book of James that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So on the flip side, you know, obviously we can learn from that, that a single-minded person is stable. A single-minded person will be stable. Your life will be stable and you'll be able to have consistent increase. And I talked about this on our live stream last week, that consistency is what breeds increase. If there is no consistency, if you start something and quit all the time, uh, allow the Lord to burn that out of you. You need to learn to be consistent in what God has called you to do, no matter what, no matter the opposition, no matter who likes it and who doesn't, no matter the distractions, throw yourself wholly into the thing that God has given you to do and watch him bless the work of your hands. And so I also want to read you some scriptures out of Proverbs chapter four. Uh, this is Proverbs four eighteen. It says, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full light of day. This is God's portion for your life. 
that your path, your life, that it would shine brighter and brighter. Every year, God wants your life to go to another level of glory. Never have another backward season to go forward only, to increase only. And am I saying that you will never have a challenge in life? Absolutely not. There will be challenges. There will be opposition. And there most definitely will be persecution to those who increase and those who advance. But that does not mean that you have to go backwards or that you have to draw back. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, we are not of those who draw back, but we are of those who have faith. So just because you are challenged, that just in the face of a challenge, in the face of opposition, you continue to rise higher. You continue to shine brighter. You continue to do what God has called you to do because that's exactly what the devil wants. At the first sign of opposition, at the first sign of difficulty, people back off of what God has told them to do. They, they take a break. They, they, they turn to the side. They're distracted. But that's, that's the key to not be distracted. Whatever the devil throws your way, make up your mind that you're going to continue to do what God's called you to do. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. I'm going to throw myself wholly into what God has called me to do. And when I do that, God is going to take care of that challenge. God is going to take care of the opposition. God is going to make a way for you where there is no way. Where there may be difficulty, the Bible says when the enemy comes, like a flood, the spirit of God will raise up a standard against him. As long as you stay on the path that God has for you and to not turn aside or draw back, this is your year. You're not going to draw back. You're going to stand in faith, stand in confidence and accomplish heaven's purpose and heaven's plan. And so I want to read you some more scriptures out of Proverbs 4. So right after that, you know, after it says that your path will shine brighter and brighter, how can we guarantee that this is what we actually experience. He goes on to say, my son, give attention to my words and incline your ear to my sayings. I believe that this year, we all need to be very, 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 very careful as to what we're giving our attention to. What are you giving your attention to? Give your attention to the promises of God and to what God has assigned for you to do. Because I guarantee you this year, there will be many opportunities to be distracted. This is an election year. Uh, at the time I'm recording this, we just started 2024 is an election year. I'm sure there's going to be all kind of crazy stuff going on in the world. And not that we don't care about what's going on in the world and you live under a rock. That's not what I'm saying. But don't allow yourself to get caught up and meditating on all the crazy things around you. Instead, it says, give attention to my words. What is the word that God has given you for this year? What is the vision God has given you for your life? Give attention to that. And when you do, this is what it says. For they are life to those who find them, health to all their body. Watch, and then he goes on to say, watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flows the springs of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and devious speech. Let your eyes look directly ahead. This is where I want you to pay attention. This is a word for you this year. In order for your path to shine brighter and brighter, this is what it says. Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left, nor turn your foot from evil. Okay, so this is, this is going to be key. Keeping your eyes fixed 
straight ahead of you. Because let me tell you right now, the devil will give you every opportunity to turn aside, to be distracted, to turn to the right or to the left or to get caught up in what's going on or caught up in the opposition and draw back. You will have plenty of opportunities to do that in 2024. I'm telling you ahead of time. Why? Because the enemy always comes to steal the word. But what, you, but what you have to understand is as you've taken this time in fasting and prayer, I believe that God has put a fresh endurance on the inside of you that no matter what, you're going to stand. And no matter what opposition may be in front of you, that you're going to run with the fire of God every single day of this year in the name of Jesus and declare that over your life, that that's going to be your portion, that you're going to burn for God every single day of this year, that you're not going to grow apathetic. You're not going to grow lukewarm. You're not going to be distracted by the cares of life, but you're going to run. That's why in the book of Habakkuk, it says, write the vision and make it plain so that him who reads it may run. The only way that you can run with the assignment that God has given you is to have a plain vision, to be single-minded, to be focused on what's ahead of you. That's huge. And so I want to read you one other uh, passage as, as we're wrapping up here. Whatever God has spoken to you during this time of prayer and fasting, I want to encourage you to not change your mind about it once you get out of a time of prayer and fasting. Because many times when you're in the anointing or when you're in a time of prayer, you know, and, and fasting when your flesh is weak, God will begin to show you things and speak things to you. And as soon as you get back over onto the flesh, or as soon as you start talking to whoever, your, your great aunt or your friends or whatever, people can get so confused and they get talked out of the very thing that God gave them the very thing that God spoke to them or showed them. They get so easily talked out of it. And then you find them like six months later, it's like, what are you doing? I thought you said that God told you to do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, yeah, well, I just feel like, you know, now's not really the time. You know, people, people are so easily swayed off of the thing that God spoke to them. That's why I encourage you to write it down and not get swayed off of it because this is what happens. First Kings 13, there was a man of God who went to Bethel um, and he, you know, performed these miracles. He gave this great prophecy, great man of God, okay, powerful ministry. And God had spoke to him, don't eat or drink anything on your way back. Don't eat or drink anything. And he knew God spoke that to him. So someone had offered him uh, some food and water. Hey, before you go back, take some food and water. He said, no, I can't. The Lord spoke to me to go back a different way to not eat or drink uh, on my way. And so he didn't. And then another person comes and he says, um, this man claims to be a prophet. And uh, he says, come to my house and eat some food and drink some, uh, drink some water with me. And the man of God replied and said, no, I can't. I'm not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place for the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there and do not return to Judah by the same way that you came. So the man of God at first, he's like, no, this is what God said to me. But the old prophet answered and said, I'm a prophet too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord, bring him home with you so he can have something to eat and drink. But the old man was lying to him. So the man of God, he ended up going back with him and eating and drinking and going against what God had spoken to him because this man had said, oh no, an angel appeared to me and said, you can come back and eat and drink with me. God is not double-minded. God is not going to speak to you one thing and then speak to you the opposite thing. 
If you don't get anything else, I'm saying get that because many people will say, oh, well, God spoke to me to go to this church. And six months later, they're like, actually, God spoke to me to go over here now. It's like God is not double minded. God is speaking one thing. So once you hear from the Lord, don't let anyone come and try to convince you out of it. Just like what happened with this man of God. So he ended up, he, he went against what God originally commanded him because this guy lied to him and said, oh no, an angel told me you can come eat and drink. It's fine. No big deal. God, God would want you to eat something right now. You know, and there's all kinds of reasonings that people will try to tell you to talk you out of what God told you. And so he went back, he ate and drank. And if you read the rest of the story in first King 13, uh, the man of God ended up being killed by a lion. And so that is not the outcome that we want. He was killed. And what is, that's a perfect example of the scripture that we read in Proverbs 29, without vision, people perish without staying connected to the word of the Lord and the vision that he gave you. People will perish. People will get out of the plan of God, get out of the will of God where, and then when you're out of the will of God, there's no protection there. There's destruction there. You want to stay in the plan of God for your life. You want to stay following after the vision that he has given you. And so I want to encourage you with that as we're wrapping up this series on prayer and fasting, write down the things that God has put in your spirit and make a commitment before the Lord and ask him, Lord, give me the grace that I need to throw myself wholly into the things that you've called me to and to not be distracted by anything this year. And I believe that as you do that, that you're going to see a year of advancement like you've never had before. That's what, going back to the scripture we started with, when you throw yourself wholly into these things, your progress will be evident to everyone. Your advancement will be noticeable to everyone around you. And you're going to be a sign and a wonder of the glory of God in your life in Jesus' mighty name. And so I'm excited for this new year to see what God does in your life. If you have testimonies, make sure to send them in to us. You can either leave them as a comment on this video or you can send them in on our website. We would love to hear from you. And I also wanna give you an opportunity as we're wrapping up our prayer and fasting. If you have not already, we wanna give you an opportunity to partner financially with this ministry. As you sow into the word of God being preached, I want you also to attach your faith that as you put your seed into good soil, into the word of God, attach your faith for a specific harvest. I want you to attach your faith for a specific harvest that you're going to see this year. And as you sow into the work of God, the Bible says that those who sow generously will reap generously. Let me tell you, the days that we are living in, you want to have your finances connected to the kingdom of God because that is the only way to guarantee financial security in the days that we are living in is getting your seed into the kingdom of God because that is what's going to guarantee your harvest. The economies of this world will be shaken. The banking system will be shaken, but there's one system that will never be shaken and it's God's kingdom, his kingdom and his way of doing things, which is the law of sowing and reaping. So I want to give you an opportunity. If you'd like to sow, I'll put the links for that in the description of this video. And I want to say thank you in advance to every single person that is sown into this ministry and whoever sows, I will send you a copy of my book called a glorious bride. This book is basically about the role of the end time church. And I believe it will greatly bless your life. And so thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week.